listening to The Jim Show. I hope Jacob knows what he's getting himself into. This is make or break for him. Live from New York. Now, this is a big deal. This is going to get millions of views. Like, if I got him him within arm's reach of Lizzo, I'd I'd give her a sniff. Lizzo, come here real quick. Yeah. See what's going on. And if she smells like granola, then we're chilling. And we, we won't have to have this conversation again. But it's a weird thing that I've seen where all of these celebrities now, and there are OGs in the game, Shailene Woodley, Matthew McConaughey, that were doing it a while ago. And now that there are some, uh, there were the early adopters, and now there are the, the people they that... The, uh, they were the founders. Yeah, the founders of the movement. And now there are people that are humping on, uh, humping, jumping on the, uh, <laughs> the hype train. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Matthew McConaughey is like almost too cool for school. He really so is. Like, he's he's too. He's I don't so know if cool. I'd let it slide though. He's so cool that it, it almost annoys me. Yeah, he's so awesome. Yeah. He's so laid back. Yeah, it just it it almost makes me angry. Nah, he's he's really cool. He's awesome. But um, you you don't know if you'd let it slide. Like if you saw Lizzo out of the party. So you see, all right. I if pro- I was friends with any of these people, okay. I wouldn't let it slide. What if? All right. Well, I want to. I don't know them, so I, I want to propose this scenario. Okay. You're out of the party in Hollywood, right? Okay, yeah. And you see Lizzo from across the room. And you make your way over because you heard uh, what's a Lizzo song? Do you know a Lizzo song? No, not one. Okay, neither do I. So you, you, <laughs> you, you. I'm being honest. I, I'm being honest too. I don't know any Lizzo song. Not a single one. I know. I would know like the song itself. I don't know the name of the song. Yeah. So you see Lizzo over in the corner of the room. You go over because you're you're a fan of some of her work. Yeah. All right. Let's, you give her in, a hug. In a, in a crazy fucked up world, yeah, for sure. I'm a fan of Lizzo. She's not bad. She's not a bad musician. I don't know. I don't. I'm, I don't listen. She's a good musician. So, like, all right. You know what? Better. Better example. Jake Gyllenhaal. You know. You watch Jake Gyllenhaal movies. Let's use Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Right there. You go. Right, so okay. we both probably nerd out if we saw Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I'd go somewhere. crazy. So you go over and you give him a hug, and he smells terrible. Okay. And he starts explaining to you in a Matthew McConaughey way because we all know how he does that. Tom is a flat circle. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He does <laughs> one of those, and he ex- he's explaining to you about how he doesn't. Use deodorant. What do you say to him? Do you try to intervene or do you just let it rock? No, I'd probably, I'd probably be like, yeah, no, I see your point for sure. Just, yeah. but like, he's just good at explaining stuff. You, you, he'd be so good at explaining it that yeah. you almost he'd got convince, swayed into believing it. He'd convince yeah. me probably to the point where I'd you'd probably, stop, I'd stop showering. <laughs> yeah. And, and using deodorant. Yeah. If he, if he, if he touched my hand, I probably wouldn't clean it he, for a while. He could convince me pretty much anything. I, I feel like. Matthew Conaghy um, is a master orator. Yeah, but the thing is, I, I'm a big fan of Matthew McConaughey, though. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, respect for Lizzo. She probably makes great music. I don't know any of it. Like, if I saw her, I wouldn't freak out. I'd be like, holy shit. That's yeah, Lizzo. no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't freak out if I saw her She's either. She's four miles away. I probably, my mom would probably freak out if she saw Lizzo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, not me. But like, I think that also goes to say, like, if Kanye walked up to me and he was like. Yeah, what if, you think Kanye. Uh, well, I'd be like, first of all, huge. I fan. don't believe anything you say because you are nuts. Second oh. of all, I am a huge fan. Um. But if no, I feel like if Kanye tells you not to shower, go shower right right away. Go do it. You do the opposite. You gotta, of what but Kanye like says? you know these people kind of, you know, because they're you know about their lives. And so do you th- do you think that there's a level of celebrity you can get to, where you're just kind of disconnected from society, the rest of society, and reality in a way to where like these people have convinced themselves that they don't need to use hygiene because they're so on. The, and I'm not. I'm. I don't think any of these people are on the Kanye level, but. Matthew McConaughey and Jake Gyllenhaal kind of fall below that hemisphere, that threshold, to where they can kind of, just, and even Lizzo too, Lizzo too, where they can just not have to worry about what people say. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do they? Yeah. Is their reality, is their sense of reality that warped that they're just like, fuck it, I'm not using deodorant anymore? I, I think to be a celebrity on that level uh, just means that you are that much different. 
yeah. than the rest of society. So I they, think they were probably there's a doing few, it there's a, there's a chosen few of us who are just like that much more ecstatic that much, you know, we're, they're just on a different, they just think differently. Uh, I think Kanye is definitely there. Yeah. I mean, the guy's pretty fucked up in the head. Yeah. Uh, we'll get there later. Yep. Um, but, um, you know, you know, I think, and I think that sometimes they, they do things to set themselves apart, whether it's intentionally for that purpose or just like, because it's who they are. Uh, and I think that that could be a topic for it. I think Matthew McConaughey is the type of guy to be like, no, I'm all natural. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. So it could have been, cause we had a similar discussion and it's not really at all the same, but it is like the backbone of it is the same guys like EDP. Where they were, you know, they're they're diddling kids. Are you talking about eat that pussy four four five. So I'll put some. I don't want to put respect on his name, but I'll say his name in full, just in case anyone needs to put him on like a registry or anything. He's probably already on a registry. He's already on. Um, you know, were they kid diddling before the fame? Were they using deodorant before the fame? We forgot to do our EDP checkup. We do, no, every we five did, we did. episodes. We do we. Five or ten. Because we did the the one that we were supposed to do on ten. Right. Okay. So you want to do it every five episodes? We'll do it every every five to ten. Okay. All right. Yeah. So um, it, it just goes. I think it's a similar thing with that. Where it's like, were they doing it before the fame? Right. But or did the fame change them? That's that is so fascinating to me. How fame changes people. Oh yeah. Because nuts. Fame has the ability to make you start diddling kids, not showering. No, not diddling kids is only if you become famous on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. You become famous on the silver screen. No, I mean, listen, right. Kevin... Or, or you Kevin, get accepted uh, to, like, the Catholic Church, but that's, yeah. that's a conversation that's a for another time. Yeah. It's a conversation for another right. podcast. We're going to get yeah. a knock on the door tonight, like... Oh, no, we're going to the jail. The Pope himself is going to... We're going to jail tonight. We're gonna, you think so? Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. listen. Yeah. If we had started talking about the album, that would have been a fire... I know, I know. ...segment in there. That would have been a, a fire way to translate. But, yeah, dude, fame makes you do... Uh, crazy things. Crazy man. things, man. And it's very, very interesting to me. It always has been interesting. No, absolutely. How it, how it shapes people. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to get famous and act like I don't know nobody. Dude, we're going to start not using deodorant once this podcast uh, goes dude, up. I'm it's going to be great. It. We're going to walk yeah. in here smelly as hell. Amongst other things. The entire studio is going to smell like raw onion. That's gross. Anyway, moving on. All right. What's, we, what's next up on the stack? You want to get serious? You want to get... Uh, do we? All right. So should we... Yeah, let's get the serious out all right. of the way. We, there, there's something that's Im- that's important that, that we talk about. There's... Yeah. there's this is a pop culture podcast. Yeah. We usually try not to get political. And, and we don't want to We don't want to get political again. Absolutely not. Like you just said. But we also kind of felt, and I was talking to you about this pre-show, we don't want to pretend like this stuff doesn't exist. Oh, absolutely. It exists. We can't. It's a big we, part of our it world. It would be a disservice. And when we think back on our 20s, our early 20s, our years in college, these are the type of things that are going to be going through our heads. So it's important that we, mm-hmm. we just want to bring it up and, and talk about our thoughts about it. Uh, there's crazy stuff happening in Afghanistan right now. Uh U.S. military pulled out. Yep. The Taliban swept the Taliban nation. Took two weeks. Uh, there's a lot of embarrassing videos coming out. Uh, Talking about know, the soldiers not being able so- to do jumping soldiers jacks. Soldiers not being able to do jumping jacks. The Taliban is like dancing to Drake and they're, stuff. They're, they're mocking jumping us. Jumping on, tra- on trampolines. Right. They yeah. taught themselves how to use Black Hawk helicopters and they're hanging them from them. People are falling off C-130s. I saw, I saw the video. I don't know. It's same sideline culture video that you saw yeah. with the people falling off the AC-130. Yeah. I think that speaks to the Taliban and how frightening they are that someone would rather... I mean, because if you're if you're gripping to the side of an AC-130, I mean, there's a, C, a, C-130. C-130, excuse yeah. me. There is a good chance that you are going to fall off. But these people oh, would yeah. rather try the chance of, of death chance. rather than facing the Taliban. Well, it's it's craziness and it's it's embarrassing. And we're not going to get political. We're not going to talk about the, administ- the, the, the Biden administration. But I just remember because my friend, my good friend is a Marine. Uh, 
and he knows who, who, who he is. And basically, one of the people that he went to boot camp with was one of the soldiers who died in the terrorist attack that mm-hmm. killed 12 Marines. You want to do um, a, a rest in peace? A quick yeah, rest in peace. Style? Yeah. Um, and she, she actually died, and he was really, really hurt over that because in the military, if you go through boot camp with someone or you live with someone it's long a enough, that's a, it's a brotherhood, yeah. it's a culture. Yeah. Um, and so that he was like, maybe he, they weren't best friends, but, you know, when you lost someone that went through the same stuff as you with you, it's like it's a different thing. And these are people, you know, who had lives, they had families, they had mothers, yeah. fathers. It's a, it's a similar feeling. I had a childhood friend, and, you know, way back, this is not recent, but he, right. you know, I we – spread apart but i learned that he killed himself oh uh, yeah and it was tough. like it was a similar feel so i can only imagine what that feeling is like Absolutely. i feel as though i got a taste of that because i didn't know the kid that well past what eighth grade but yeah it's still it's like damn the memory of him is here yeah. but nothing past that is you know yeah no it's it's definitely scary what what's happening is it's, it's really tragic it's embarrassing and, and it's still happening and uh what he brought up to me is just like when you're pulling out of Afghanistan, we knew this, what was going to happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We knew yep. it. It's like no one in the upper ranks thought that, hey, maybe this isn't a good idea. Hey, maybe I should step up and speak out against the decisions being made, well, even if I have no power to that, stop it. That, that shows to me a lack of critical thinking. That shows to me a lack of leadership. A lack, well, leadership comes along with critical thinking. That's you understand? When some, like, t- all right. Well, I, again, you come from a military background more so than I do. And feel free to stop me if at any point I'm incorrect, but I feel as though some of the best leadership and the best system in which you you know, you have this checks and balances system there with you know different rankings and everything, you know there should be room to question authority, right? Absolutely. I know that there's a culture that you know if you have a, a, a well, again I don't know the the rankings, but I'm just going to use like a sergeant and a lieutenant. I don't know where lieutenant falls in rel- relatively to the sergeant. Okay, so let's just say like lieutenant gives a sergeant an order usually they f- have to follow it, correct? That's correct. But if, you know, at some point the sergeant says, hey, I think da 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 the lieutenant, I feel, should be open to, if it's a, a valid idea and, and it's, you know, been thought out, they should be open to that. And which I guess what you're also talking about is the fact that nobody really spoke up. Everyone kind of was just following orders. Well, you know? well you, where do you work? Uh, well, I, at Lowe's. Okay. I was working you, your, your, your Lowe's job during the summer, yeah. right? Mm. Let's say your boss wants to do something fucking stupid. And you have a better idea for how he could do I it. I would push back. Right? You'd go up yep. to him and be like, hey, I think you should do it like this. Mm-hmm. Now, there's two ways your boss can react. I'm the boss. It doesn't matter. Or right. I'd be open to suggestions. Please yep. tell me what you think. Please tell me what one you think. One of those people is a boss and one of those people is a leader. What I'm saying is that there was a complete lack of leadership in the decision making for what's happened. So do you think do you think a, a message like that got up the ranks and it just wasn't listened to or do you think simply nobody thought to to put in a critical thought like that? I think that there should have been more pushback, pushback, but at the end of the day our commander in chief gave the order. I mean, listen, and we're not going to get pull I I guess a topic like this you can't cuz well, you have to. I'll give I'll give a little uh glimpse for the listeners and the viewers into pre-production we go through every uh, maybe like two days before the show right. and we talk about what we want to talk about and we we decide kind of what angle we want to play from how we want to format the episode and we're pretty we're pretty unfiltered and we're you know we're unregulated we do things pretty flow state but we right. do like to excuse me have a little bit of structure in there right and we were kind of talking about this topic beforehand and i said you know an angle that I haven't seen people talking about this at yet or attacking it from yet is 
the non-political one. And you, right. you pulled me aside and you said, Coop, and I, I still kind of disagree, but you said, Coop, that I don't think there's a way to, to not attack this politically. And I'm kind of see that, I'm, I'm starting to see that more so now as we're, as we're talking about it. Because um, it's that chain of command system, man. Right. It, it, all, it all comes up to the head honcho. Well, we, we don't know exactly what went down. We don't know who made decisions, who Well, you'd have a better what. idea because, again, you're more of the more. Right, but it wasn't the people low down. No, no, I mean, listen, yeah. I mean, I, I could have you know, told you that, but I don't have the experience that you've had. You know? I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank so you. So I kind of want to, you know. No, absolutely. Pass a baton. Uh, it was just, uh, it was, it's just, it's just a really sorry state of affairs that's going on right, right now. And people are going to die. And for the last 20 years, people have been dying. Yeah. And now every single person, every single 18 year old that got shipped off to Afghanistan and died, died in vain. Death of any kind is, is yeah. senseless. It's, it's, it's just, it's really bad. Um, the pursuit of war can sometimes be senseless. Well, it's just like, you know, the, the country's in such a bad shape. What do you do? You know, America's been trying to instill, install democracies all around the world. It's never worked once. Yeah. You know, and Afghanistan was actually a beautiful place way back when, 1960s, 1950s. Uh, you know, you see pictures from, from it and, and, you know, women had rights. They were walking around, you know, in dresses and everything, but the place was just so full of war for so long. You know, you had the Russians come in and then we had a proxy war against the Russians during the cold yeah. war. We gave them weapons. Then in the two thousands, they were fighting us with the weapons we gave yeah. them 10 years before. Yep. It's just such a messed up situation. And now we just gave them, I, uh, I don't want to put a number on it, but I believe it was five Black Hawk helicopters that they just figured out how to fly. How do you, that's uh, that's in itself. We, we, we left them there. Well, yeah, no, but just even the fact that someone could teach themselves how to fly a Black Hawk helicopter is, is yeah. to me, that's pretty insane. Maybe I'm just stupid, but I don't. If you left me alone for however many years with a Black Hawk helicopter, I don't. Well, think, if you have military training, oh, true, that's true. You know, what that's I'm saying? true too. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that they're lag that the Taliban is a is a professional army. First of all, yeah, they were more prepared. And better equipped, better soldiers than the Afghanistan. They were also, yeah, as you said, they were using our yeah. equipment, so they were right. very handsomely equipped. They were, with they, they were absolutely fine. You know, and Toyota and so trucks. They had, they have all all types of American you know, stuff over there. Spe- speaking of, and I don't want to cut you off, but speaking of of the trucks that they were using, I was talking to a gentleman from work, and he thinks that they're getting funneled new Toyotas from somewhere, somewhere in the states, because he says he looks at the trucks on the TV, and he says those are new Toyota trucks. Yeah, those are not old know run of the mill get them off the the back of the lot type of toyota trucks those are real ones and he says i can't even get my hands on a decent toyota truck right now apparently something with the mark he's very market savvy i don't know what i'm talking about that but yeah apparently they're getting and i guess we'd have to you know fact check that justin if you want to rifle that off real quick you know they there's a good chance they're using some high quality equipment there war is profitable yeah during world war one america was selling weapons to germany and britain and uh, we made a lot of money doing that, you mm. know? So if, if there's, I mean, we're a capitalist society. That's one of the things that come with capitalism. Yeah. Uh, that's just, and that, that's just how it is. It's just, it's just a shame that it had to happen like that. Yeah. You know, and people in that part of the world have been fighting for decades. Years. Yeah, decades. Hundreds of years, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That part of the world is, is always filled with war. <laughs> Seems war-torn, yeah. It's very war-torn, but, you know, America has done nothing to help, I will say. Do you want to you wanna end it off there? Yeah, I mean, any closing thoughts? I, ju- I just, you know, the people. What would you do? Me, what would I do if, if I was you were commander president in chief? right now? Yeah, I think you gotta. I mean, what we're pulling out troops, right? There's there was the August thirty first deadline. Yeah, yeah, they're already out. out. I don't know, man. 
Because it's kind of like people are going to die regardless, right? Right. Do you send troops in and do you try to check the situation or do you stay back and let them fight it out? I, I, and honestly, this is why I'm not equipped to ever be president. I, don't, I really don't know what I would do. And it's right. probably a lot of presidents have sleepless nights over the stuff that they have to decide over. Yeah. Um, but I guess if I, you know, gun to my head, I'd, I guess we'd have to try to control the situation. I, I mean, I don't Go know. Back in. I, I don't know, man. That's tough. Yeah. What, what would you do? That's a great question. You know, because you I hit think, me with that, bro. I was not expecting that question, man. I think, I think as the policemen of the world, America, right? Um, when you give the Taliban access to an entire nation, now they have the Capitol building, they have the resources they need to make major decisions. Would it be safe for us to not go back in there and try to? Well, that's the thing. It's more. like they're they, you know, they're the only people I'd assume in that area besides the Afghan or the yeah Afghan army that that has our equipment. Yeah. So it's and they're the Afghan army's gone. So Taliban in there, the kind of the only people have, that have our have extensive equipment. So we would have to, I, I mean, we'd be the only people that would be really, unless, and I'm trying to think of like high-tech military, you know, the Israelis. Well, it's just the thing, they have they have access, they control the public now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They can recruit people, they have a capital building. They, they can threaten they people be, into joining their ranks, they can manipulate people. They can, they can do whatever they want. They got free reign. They have, they have so, so does that open up to an eventual terrorist attack in any part of the yeah. world from them? And you know we're their worst enemy. Yeah. They hate us. Death they to do, America. They don't like That's us. what they talk they about. Do, man. They don't like us. That's for Craziness. sure. So, so yeah, I, I, think, I, guess I think it would be irresponsible not to. Not to, to go in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess we can agree on that for sure. All right. You want to let's let's can we. Uh, yeah. We're we'll we'll take... close up on that chapter. But I do. I do actually like when we get serious. No. Yeah. It's important once in a while to get serious. And I think we tackled it well because we didn't get very political. No. Um Obviously, we, we took a stand. But on, at the same you know, time, but, I, you know, we don't agree about everything, Nigel, but no. I think it's important to voice everyone's opinion. I agree. You know? I agree. It's important to play devil's advocate. Devil's avocado, baby. That's devil's what, avocado. All that's right. That's what they call me. So this is not an insensitive transition, but talking about things getting lost in transition, translation among the ranks, we got to talk about, do you see this team? Uh, I, you know, Justin, can you also, can you look up the name of the team that, that tricked ESPN? into believing that they were an actual high school yeah, team I, using I've Juco players. About this like That's hilarious. Yeah. They played two games in three days. They lost 52-0 to zero to IMG Academy. And the, the coach was writing bounce checks in order to get into hotels. Let us know when you got it, Justin. We'll, we'll unmute the mic. Uh, but, yeah, dude. Yeah, no, you're good. IMG's crazy, though. IMG Academy's my boy, crazy. My boy went to IMG. The, and you know what? That Listen, great, horrible press for ESPN. Another dagger in their side. But great press for IMG Academy. Those guys are high school stars, and they were able to beat JUCO players. Which, I know JUCO isn't the best, but it's still, I think, a level above high school. And IMG smoked them 52 zip. Well, IMG's stupid good. Yeah. You want us to talk yeah, to yeah, 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 we'll, we'll give you the, give the hot mic there. Yeah, right. that school is uh, Ohio School Bishop. Uh, I don't know this word, sorry. Uh, the... Seymour? So, okay, C- all right. C- yeah, Seymour? Yeah, Seymour? Yeah. Something like that. I say that. But, yeah, no. Uh, it's, uh, it was very funny. It was hilarious. Apparently, uh, apparently, some of the players, there was, like, infighting, too. Yeah. They, they, would, they would stay in a hotel. So, that essentially, what I understand to be the, to the case was that the, the coach was writing bounce checks in order to get the players into hotels. They'd rob grocery stores to eat food, to get dinner and you know, breakfast and all that stuff, to get their meals. And apparently there was infighting when they were in the hotels. 
and there was people getting threatened to get stabbed, yeah, stuff like that. And they all thought the whole thing was a ruse. Whoever set up this Ponzi scheme told all of the players that they were going to be on a, a, a last chance you type of Netflix series. Yeah, it's it's sad if you think about it that way. But if you look at the fact that they fooled, they bamboozled ESPN and IMG Academy into playing them and hosting them and broadcasting them. That is one of the funniest stories of 2021 so far. I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty nuts that they got away from it. I mean, first of all, ESPN's going down with the ship. Oh, my dude. Rachel Nichols, this. I mean, it's, it's not a good look for ESPN It's a sad state of affairs um, <laughs> to have, bless you, to have a company that, that came from sports greatness, you know? Well, it's just you a know, bunch they, of they diverse very reliable. They were very reliable, but it's just like, I now guess, I guess it's trash. so competitive nowadays because everyone has access to a camera. Everyone has a, an opinion, good opinion on sports. You know, I was like, yeah. it's not that hard. Even we had a we sports do it. podcast. We, yeah, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's just like, now there's like pulling out the strings, trying to get something going right for them. And, you know, it just keeps going bad. Yeah. But what I, I want to know, what was the end goal? Like now they're, the cops are looking for this the guy. Cops like, are looking what for is him. he just a criminal? He's like. Well, he it's first off, mastermind. I'm gonna first, kids first off, thinking they're following their dreams. First you know? off, like, I don't know what's illegal about fooling ESPN into simulcasting your games, but there's something illegal about it. Yeah, you're there's, writing, you're writing bounce checks. Well, that was the other thing. You're writing bounce checks. Yeah. The hotels are coming after you. The police are coming after I'm you for sure that. That's why the police. But are going I after think no. Nah, there's got to be something illegal about fooling ESPN into. Well, if he signed a contract, depending on what that contract with, entails. Yeah, I well, it, it's it's just it's insane. I guess the end goal was to get. That's that's a good question. Like what? Like what is he like? Like this sounds like a Doctor Doofenshmirtz plan. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like <laughs> they're gonna take over the tri-state area. The reason I say that is because Doctor Doofenshmirtz does shit. He to doesn't be think about evil, the consequences. To yeah. be evil, like he's like that's fucking evil. I'm gonna do it. What was this like? Was this guy trying to get publicity? Like maybe, but I don't know his name. Like it didn't I don't know. Work. I just like, know him as a head coach of uh, whatever the name of. It. I already forgot the name of the team. I mean, listen, if you're gonna Bishop, fool Sycamore, if, if you're gonna fool ESPN. And IMG Academy into playing even hosting you, you gotta have a memorable name. And it shouldn't on the ticker. It was a it realistic sh- looking name though. It was realistic, but it wasn't memorable. On the ticker, I shouldn't you should your name shouldn't take up 90% of the ticker. Like IMG is IMG, and that looks clean. Baton Sycamore or whatever it was. I'm never Bishop, gonna get that. Bishop Seymour. Bishop Seymour and then the OH in parentheses, that takes up 90% of the ticker, and I'm already out of it. Yeah, but the thing is they they promised these kids something they promise these kids that they'd be on netflix but like right but like why why do do it i mean maybe this situation would make for a cool netflix one part documentary you think that's net dude what if this is a netflix rollout that'd be nuts that'd be crazy that'd be crazy but you know what netflix another uh another corporation that's in big amounts of debt right now yeah well they're Again, another very competitive industry yeah. right now. Yeah, streaming. And, you know, streaming we, landscape. we weren't prepared for the industry to pop up in the first place, and we weren't. They weren't prepared for it to get this competitive this quickly. Um. Anyways, back to football. It was football, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think that someone was able to pull this off. I don't know why they did it. I really feel horrible for all I, those kids that thought yeah they're they gonna be on gonna netflix do something and they're all juco guys so they're they're guys that are looking to you know ascend the ranks and hopefully right. get into college and then get into the nfl at one point so it's really a slap in the face to them if you think about it and no, if i had 100%. to if i had to pontificate on what i thought this coach was doing you like that word that's that was a good word, nice word. That's SAT word. uh nice um <clears throat> gotta pull out one of those every single podcast but if I had to pontificate on what I thought the coach was doing here, I'd say it was probably the service himself. I think he wanted to be a coach at some point. 
I think he wanted to. And you know what? There, I, listen, I want to explore the possibility on this podcast that perhaps this got away from him. Perhaps he wrote one bounce check, talked to a couple players. I mean, that can happen. Lies can run a just got just got carried away. Carried away with it. I think that's an infinitely more or an infinitely believable story. But dude, the the only reason I mean, I, I get that the, it got away from him part, but like if you can't you let it get away be from a like head that. coach. Just go it, sign up to be a head coach too. Yeah. It's just like it's just like this is not the way to go about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like even if even if we did know his name, if he became a household name after this because he did something crazy. He would still be on a watch list for every is on football I mean, game. He's ever. not doing anything I mean, of note after this because he could be in prison. I, I wonder how much time they're giving him. I mean, I don't, I don't know anything about that story, so I can't. I don't know. What I don't know how much time he gave for. I don't even know if they know who he is. I, I just, I, I love using Justin this episode. Justin, can you look up how much time you get in prison for using? Bow- oh, you got some. Oh wait, here, here, put, put, keep the mic up. Yeah. So what he's in trouble for is a uh, credit fraud. I'll look up how long. Okay, credit fraud. Credit yeah, fraud. I didn't think it had anything to do with lying to ESPN because. Well, no, I, I just th- isn't there something that kind of like feels illegal about that? Yeah, but it, that's what you ever like see crazy rules and you're like, yeah, there's a story uh, yeah, behind that. Okay, that would enough. be one of those situations. There's like, oh, wait, about not credit fraud, just a fraud charge. I don't know where I got credit from. So that's the bounce checks. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So yeah, dude, he was bouncing checks. Uh, I also want to talk about ESPN, how they play into all of this. Who? Was the person, I mean, like, how do you get clearance for this? I know they told ESPN, the reason ESPN was interested is because they said they, they lied and they said they had multiple Division One players. Right. Um, which is, it's weird because you factor in the Netflix thing and then you factor in the fact that they told ESPN that they had multiple Division One players. So either it's high school players trying to, it just, it doesn't, I mean, I guess it sort of makes well, sense. The entire, this the entire situation is very confusing to me. We got it. I mean, I'm sure they got very specific when they were going by definition of Division One, yeah, but because, also it's like, how do you 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 pull the veil over ESPN like that? Yeah, but you could just get five guys that walked onto their college football team at one point and got registered. And I guess they are te- they would technically be leave. Division One. They were like, we have five former Division One yeah. players. Wow, you know what I'm saying? Like wow. that's really all it has to be. So do we have to give this? I know we. I, I listen. I know he was bouncing checks, but do we have to give this guy a little bit of credit? For bamboozling ESPN, yeah, the, we got to give him the some evil props. genius of 2021. Man. That's kind of swag, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's hella swag, buddy. We'll see what happens to the guy too. But uh, federal uh, charges, you can get up to 10 years in federal prison for that. Oh, he's going away for a while, man. Well, how much money do you think he spent? Because we weren't buying food, right? So, no, so. they were they weren't they weren't buying food because they were stealing it from supermarkets. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but they were staying in hotels, so he was bouncing the checks for that. I'd imagine he was bouncing. And they played the two games, two two games. You know what? Actually, I and how and how many did Justin? I apologize, buddy. Can you look up uh, how many games they played? Because I know they played two games in a three uh, three day stretch, but I'm not sure if that was it in in totality. Okay. And if they played, I know they played IMG, obviously, so that must have been an ESPN. Because if you're you looking know, at Three days, you're probably looking at like three, three or five grand. Yeah, which is well for nuts. all the equipment too, right? I'd assume because what what field did they play at then? Well, who knows, dude? Dude, this the thing is like the more questions but you ask, only, it just expands. they're only trying to get him for fraud. They're not trying to get him for stealing equipment or anything. Well, no, but no, it wouldn't be stealing equipment. He just wrote bounce checks for everything. I'd assume that's how it works. You know, like he was yeah. just cashing, him cashing, cashing. I would get him on the show. That'd be sick. Before he goes to prison, though, we got to get him. That'd be know, a similar kind of evil, though. Like. Is he evil though, or is yeah, he? I do think. Is I he think. dare to dream? 
Should we be viewing this guy as sort of a, a an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur of our time, a a misunderstood martyr, <laughs> if you will? I don't know, dude. I think just the just the fact that you could just lie to, like, dude, you got you got you got this team of football players trying to follow their dreams, right? and that you're you lying these, to them. You got these kids that that just want a chance, a bro. chance. And you come around them promising them this, 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 they this, They flew them. This. Oh, that's another thing. They flew them, I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah, this guy's going away. He's going away for a long yeah, time. This guy's he bounced away. a lot of checks out. We got Justin coming in hot. Uh, hey, go, go. This says on Google that they played uh, six games and lost all six. Yeah. Oh, wow. So they uh, so they yeah, did have also probably played two games in a three-day three period, but they just played six in totality. Yeah. So this guy was spending, I mean, the, I guess the point of this whole segment, this guy was spending a lot of money. He deceived, like you said, football players that were just trying to make it to the league. He deceived ESPN, who, by the way, I mean, you, you have to think the guy that cleared all of this are the multiple people, because again, we it goes back to what you were talking about. I know it was more of a serious topic, but chain of command, there's got to be a lot of people getting axed at ESPN right now, no? Like They're, pro- they're probably coming down on them pretty hard because more than anything, it's kind of embarrassing for, for ESPN. ESPN. Right? Oh, both. The person and- that works the worst in this, looks the worst, excuse me, is ESPN, I think. Yeah, but it's also just like as long as there were no corners cut, if ES, if the people who were in charge of doing or setting this up, right, if they did everything they were supposed to do, then the person at fault is the people who make the paperwork for ESPN. It's like if you only if you only require this much information to play IMG and have a broadcasting on ESPN, and he was able to fake that. Oh, it depends on like, who they played. Because, like, I, I understand what you mean. So, the people that, that do the broadcast packages, I don't think are getting axed, right? No. Because they got directives from the people that cleared the paperwork. I think the people right. that cleared the paperwork who also work at ESPN, because that has to do with television rights and clearances and all that stuff, right. putting it up on TV, they're getting fired. Well, it's just, like, if, if you were, like, you know, if you were able to, like, like let's say you wanted to convince uh, a high school yeah, that you were applying for their high school, and they said we need this, 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 this birth certificate, blah, blah, blah. If you were able to give them that, and they believe, like, if you were able to, as long as the people working at the high school weren't like, oh, don't worry about that, no one ever checks that. You know, what I'm saying you don't have to bring me your passport. No one ever looks for your passport. I, I see what you but mean. But if you were able to provide everything believably, and you passed all the check marks, that's no one's fault except for the system. They need they need to put a better system in place. I, I know what you mean, but also. You have to understand. I know you do understand this, so I'm not I'm accusing you of uh, of Being of not understanding. Fucking, fucking stupid, bro. Right. I'm not. I'm not accusing you of that. Okay, but I'm just good. saying we know more than anyone. I think that this the the business that we want to go into, journalism, and and just you know television, especially if you're behind the scenes and you're you're right. you know handling what people are looking at on a day to day basis. If you make a, a mistake, it doesn't matter who the who the onus falls on or who the the responsibility falls on. If you wrote the papers, it doesn't matter how well they deceived you. They You still got deceived. I think, just based off of the classrooms that I've been in and the way that teachers have handled mess-ups within, you know, we have a mock studio at school, you know, just, just the way that and when people have messed up, the teachers handle it, and they've been in the business, I think those people will get axed. I really do. Uh, I think that they would get in trouble. I think that someone has to get yelled at in a situation like oh, that. Yeah. I believe you. But I think ESPN is more looking at themselves more than anything going such like, a bad dude, look what, man. what how do we it's such a bad look. how do we stop this from happening in the future because you know if it happens one's going to happen again yeah, like oh, that yeah. that guy that bet that someone's going to streak at the super bowl and the win streak to the football the super bowl like they took that bet out of sports betting you know what i'm talking about right yeah yeah we yeah, had a, you know we had, 
we had a clip about that. We, yeah. we you thought that he could have bet on himself. Or it was good for a friend to bet on him or something. And I was arguing that something like that. I but don't yeah, remember the guy that streaked streaked across. Is it streak? Right. Yeah. Streaked, streaked across the field in, in a thong. But they took that bet out to stop it from happening again, right? So what does ESPN have to do now? That's uh, a good what, question. How do they have to change to stop this from happening again? That's a good question. Well, I guess extra. I I mean, if I listen, if I'm sitting up there, the higher ups at ESPN, I'm thinking more paperwork. But again, what does more paperwork do? It's just more checks. Someone's going to figure out a way around those checks. See, what, what's happened now is people now know that you can actively scam ESPN if you work hard enough. If you bounce enough checks and you get enough JUCO players, you can finesse the fuck out of ESPN. Well, well this all right, well, hold on. This school didn't have a physical building. They didn't have classes or anything, right? So maybe ES, the least ESPN could do is go take a visit take a to the visit. school. That's what I'm saying. You know? Like, I don't know how... High school teams get signed up. That's the other thing too. I, I want to research this more. Actually, Justin, if you if you don't mind, can you look up how the process works of ESPN if they want to get the rights to broadcasting a team. We, if they they go through and, and actually do a campus tour. My high school championship was broadcasted live on ESPN. So does it have to? I guess it just has to be a big enough event, right? It's it's your school doesn't have much to do with it. It's we were playing in a league. Okay, and so the leagues designed it so that the championship game would be broadcasted live on ESPN. So it was between the league and okay, ESPN. ESPN. So ESPN didn't know anything about the fucking New York Military Academy. But right. our, we've been in that league for 100 years. Okay, so it's whoever was going to get know? that spot so at like, the end of the day. So the ESPN just trusted NEPSAC, and they were, NEPSAC, it was the league. Yeah. And NEPSAC knew us. So, yes, so like, you know, who knows? Maybe NEPSAC could have lied. And been like, yeah, New York Military Academy is a real school, and maybe it wasn't. You know right. what I'm saying? Well, that's 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 interesting. That's very. It interesting, could have happened man. a number of ways. Who thought? Uh, it's pretty nuts, though. And you know what? There was a lot of lying, a lot of deceiving going on, and something's gonna come out of this for sure. It's one of those. I things think. I think like, ESPN has just been going down the toilet. Like maybe this will. Maybe this will be the, the the straw that breaks the camel's back. Because no. we can also we can talk about in a second. Rachel Nichols. Getting removed off of the ju- the jump, I don't think is a, a thing anymore. Or at least they're having. I think new- they're they're having problems. They're liquidating, so she's she's gone. I so- think ESPN carries so much weight, though. They dude. do, they do, they really do. And you know that this school thing is funny, but like we won't be talking about this in a month from now. No, uh, no. if the jump goes away, I mean, is that their highest? Is I that think their that's highest grossing show. Like, do you want to do you want to look it up, Justin? After you're done with the other. But thing? also the thing is like I don't. <laughs> We're working. Justin's going overtime right now. He's, shout he's out to going, Justin. Shout out to man. Justin. Um. I do the laugh, uh, the, not the laugh track, but the applause track. But again, I can't hear how anything works. So yeah, but also ESPN. Like I don't watch any of the shows on ESPN. I'm sorry. Like I love, yeah, no, I love Stephen A. Smith, but I watch him his clips on Instagram. Yeah, like, I would never yeah. sit there and watch. His well, yes, that's that's a problem with ESPN is they're bloated, like you said, and they're relying on ES or Steve, excuse me, Stephen A. Smith. They just gave I think Max Kellerman a new radio show, so they were starting to lie a little bit more on him, but. Besides that, it's like who do you have? But they broadcast live sports, and that's really that's, I think that's all their you need yeah. to do. And they fucked that up. I mean, it's it's on a high school level, so it's yeah, kinda so like, it didn't really doesn't matter. matter. But I mean, they got three channels. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I don't think ESPN's going anywhere. Anytime you never heard soon. of ESPN seven? Is there seven ESPN channels? I think there was like eight or nine, honestly, and on like eight or six. Six. There's six. Six. So on six, bro, you get like the cricket EPL championships. Oh my god! Don't and like me. free form. Swimming or some shit like that. Yeah, I don't know. That's my favorite kind of swimming. Um, but the I don't know. I think they, they carry so much weight. It, I think if they just, you know, like, all right, let's think of a network like Yes. Yeah. Or MSG. 
Mm-hmm. They don't really have talk show hosts or anything. They have no, commentators. They do. I mean, they do, but they're they're mostly known for right. But you don't go there to watch. You know, so if, if ESPN just started focusing on, I think that they would be absolutely yeah. just fine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think they do the talk shows just to just for the brand. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's just adding onto what they already have. Yeah. I think at the base of ESPN. They have good commentators and everything, and they, they have access to all the major sports and everything. I don't think they're going anywhere. They're just, so. I, do, I, feel they're just free being to, embarrassed. They're just embarrassed. Feel free to disagree here, Nigel. I think they just dip their toes. When they, when they do get into the personality part, there's a little bit more. There's a little bit too much controversy around that side. Well, they you know? try to, to to spice it up. That's what I'm saying. I think, I think there might be a little bit too much of that. I think they need to scale back with, with the takes, with you know the interpersonal. Like I don't think we should have ever heard about I, I mean, you can't not hear about the Rachel Nichols story, but like some stuff should be handled internally and stuff like if you have Stephen A. Smith, because I have another uh, connect that tells uh, tells me that Stephen A. Smith, they just read him off a list of what he needs to talk about. And he kind of just goes up there and screams at the camera for yeah. for a couple hours. If 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 they scaled back on the controversy side of things, I think they'd be much better off. And I actually agree with you. If they just have what? like See, so show like... You know, spreading the floor or something. Um, if they had a show like that up there, hypothetically, you know, that, that doesn't dabble in controversy, that just talks about sports, I think they'd, they'd be a lot better off. Yeah, but then we get back to the point we are making earlier is that the industry is so oversaturated right now, and you got people like, we, like us, we have a podcast. It was high quality, high production, yeah. everything professional studio. You have people like two, two college kids that can go compete with uh, – Stephen A. Smith, I mean, all the people have to do is choose us over him, and ESPN's losing money now, right? So now they, they have to start doing clickbaity things. They have to start making people mad because if they make people mad, people will watch. Oh, I want to hear what bullshit Max Kellerman's saying today. But there's you know always infinite angles to attack it from. Let, let, let's talk about Barstool Sports for a second. Barstool does a lot better than ESPN at housing their personalities because they, they have this style to them where it's, it's very informal, right? Like, you know, ESPN, for as many hot takes as they put out or as many controversies they have, it's still button up, you know, tie and suit, all that different type of stuff. Right. There's different ways. Like, I understand what you're saying. Anyone can compete. But, you know, when you're, when you're someone like ESPN and you already have that audience, it's a lot easier to pivot. And I think that's what they need to do for sure. You I know? think that they're handling it wrong. But you also have to remember that decisions are not being made by, like, some guys being like, "Oh, I think this is a good idea." Like they, they, they have people hold stock. People hold stock in that company. That's true. Obviously it's a huge multi-million-dollar, and they're now owned by billion-dollar corporation. So Walt Disney himself is probably running the ops over there. If you think about it, yeah. Well, he's dead, but for sure, no, they did. No, like they, that, they, yeah. they, they, they defrosted him. They had his oh, body. You're right, you're yeah, right. yeah. They on. put his head on something. Um, no, but you, you know what I mean. Why do, you, why do you like, think you don't see any Jewish ESPN hosts? That's a good. That's that is a very good point. I'll Walt, go ahead and say it. Walt Disney doesn't like Jewish people. He doesn't. Not a fan. But I do, bro. And I love Italians. For as much as I'm casually racist towards Italians, I really do love you guys. And They're you can best. you reserve the right to be casually racist towards. I guess it wouldn't be. I guess yeah, the Jewish race. Yeah, so you could be you could be casually racist towards Jewish people. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, you guys control the weather, right? Yeah, we and we're pretty much lizards. That I mean, yeah, under the skin though. What if I just literally like all of a sudden I'm just like we're pretty much lizards and I just like my eyes just did the the side like. Yeah, cover up thing. I'd be like, dude, you should wait till you get behind like closed doors, like you usually do. I'm like, my fault, bro. I forgot yeah. my fault. Anyways, back to yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know, dude. Company, we'll wrap it up here. Company's embarrassed. 
Yeah. Uh, it's bad luck Not for a good them. look. Uh, and I think that there needs to be some major changes made um, in just the way that they tackle these things because uh, these things can be avoidable if there was just a little bit more thought going through it and if they weren't so fucking ready to be the first to do everything and the first to say everything yep. and the most controversial to do it all. That's what it comes out they're, to. They're getting ahead of themselves needlessly, I think. Absolutely. All right. Kanye, Donda, Nigel is the resident Kanye super fan, probably the biggest Kanye fan I know. Personally, we listened to the album a little bit last night. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, I think Certified Lover Boy. I mean, honestly, I know we both enjoyed it. But Certified Lover Boy coming out September 3rd. He's got to, yeah. He's got to do some. September 2nd? September 3rd. September 3rd. September 3rd. Drake is going to have to play catch up, I think. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah. I think Donda was very good. I thought it was very good. A lot of people don't agree with us, Nigel. A lot of people thought well, it was trash. It's a Kanye album. Uh, Kanye it's always going to be divisive. Kanye gets a, just as much hate as he does love. Yeah. Um, but people who know music very well respect Kanye. Just fo- like sonically, and He's, it just it's it's so it was so enriching to listen to that. Well, because what you got to remember is that Kanye West is a producer. First, first, and then he'll he'll second. hop on, he'll rap occasionally, but he likes to right. produce. Uh, he's kind of taken more of a rapper role throughout his career, obviously. Mm-hmm. But first and foremost, he's a producer. He's worried about the sound. He's worried about the emotion that he's conveying. Uh, and if there has to be a song where he's not even on it at all, he'll do it and he'll put it out on his albums. He's done it before. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Uh, so now we're talking about Donda. Donda is a production masterpiece. And it's very stylized, as most of his projects are. People, I, people didn't like 808s and Heartbreaks when it came out. When it came, it, yeah, it people seems like most like of Yeezus Kanye's stuff. It, out. it seems like most of Kanye's stuff ages like fine wine, right? You um, know? but you, you, yeah, exactly, exactly what you're saying. Uh, but he thinks that Yeezus is his best album, but it's like it's a crazy fucking album. You know what I'm saying? Yeezus is crazy. I like uh, the thing I like the most about this album is that it it combines, I think, two Kanyes. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, absolutely. It's it's it combines the Kanye that we saw. Of, of old, and then, you know, some of the gospel stuff that we saw on, what was it, Jesus is King? Yeah. Yeah, that people didn't really vibe with. I thought it was a good mixture. Yeah, but he was always been a kind of a gospel-ish type of sound. Like, if you go back and listen to College Dropout, it's very gospel. Well, I thought he I thought he blended it very well, this album. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know? Well, he definitely went heavier on the gospel than he has in the past. Before yeah, Jesus and when he was talking about the gospel, I'm like, this shit slaps. Like, I'm yeah. Jewish. Right. But I'll listen to it. No, yeah. Like, let me hear this guy out, because it sounds good. Right, well, Jesus is king. Yeah. <laughs> well, do, you, do you think that we murdered Jesus? Well, I'm, I'm Italian, you so think I think Catholics both me and you took him down yeah? pretty bad. Together? Yeah. I know. Hell yeah. Anyways, moving on. My mom's going to be so upset. Did she uh, listen to the podcast? I have no idea. Let's hope she uh, doesn't she, listen she to She does. She listened to the clips. But um, I'm gonna clip this. no, all jokes aside, uh, you know, Kanye West started off with a kind of a gospel sound. He kind of drifted away from it. He got very experimental. Uh, but whether you like it or not, he is a pop. Co- what are you doing? He's a pop culture icon. Uh, he decides how rap sounds moving forward. He always has. Uh, and I, I love Drake. I love Drake almost as much as I love Kanye. Drake was my favorite artist for a very long time, but. I feel like Donda was really good, and I feel like Drake has been on his decline since Views. I know we talked I think about Drake this. Drake already hit his peak, and I think that Drake would really have to pull out, a, put out a really good album to top Donda. And I think he will. I think it's going to be good because this is the first time Drake's had more than a year to work on an album. That's what I'm saying. 
He also broke his ACL. Like, towards his ACL. Towards ACL. Yeah. Both guys have. It seems like they've taken a while to, to to craft these these albums. And we saw like with Kanye, it worked. Kanye took the time he needed. You know, yeah. I, I, say what you want about Universal, and a lot. Some people think that he just said that Universal released it without his consent because which is possible. He was afraid that the backlash might be too great. Might hold some water to it. I don't know. I don't. I think I, it's good though. I thought it was really good, and I think the time that he spent to make it showed. I no, really absolutely. do. I think it was. I think the production quality per Kanye's usual is is it was Phenomenal. unique, it was quirky, but it was really, really fundamentally solid, right. which is not a mixture you get in creative work all the time. Absolutely. That's very rare. Like in anything, in podcasting, which is why I think our shit is dope because it's quirky, but we got two cameras, a producer, a guy sitting in the background there uh, watching us, and a, a new soundboard. You know, Absolutely. like we're we're dope. We're basically, I'm basically Kanye and you're basically West, dude. Like if you dude, think about it. Let's I'm here, uh, baby. I'm my, ready for it. My favorite part of the album, because I listened to it all the way through multiple times. Uh, my favorite part of the album is that he just sounds like he's having fun. He sounds like he's getting yeah. back and making music that he likes. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's not always something that you get from Kanye. Uh, he's always good at showing emotion, but you can just tell that he's enjoying himself. He, he found God, um, you know what I'm saying? And he's putting it on the track. I think that this album is what Jesus of Jesus is King should have been, in yeah. my opinion. Um, but this was more of a love letter to his mother. Funny enough, though, I listened to all the listening parties. The first listening party, that album was completely you, different than the release. So you copped, you didn't cop it, but I think you recorded it, right? I had it on SoundCloud, and you I also listened to them live. And you, you showed me the yeah. songs from one listening party and then the other, which you thought was signifying... Hell, Purgatory, and then Heaven. So there's three of them. Yeah. You showed me the first two, and I was in love. Right. I listened back to the album, and I don't know if my memory is shot. Probably is. But I just don't remember any of the same songs except No Child Left Behind. And maybe no. the one with, with Jay-Z. Uh, but I liked what I heard. All of the songs from the, or I'd say 90% of the songs from the first listening party. Are gone? Made it. Oh, made it? To the album. Okay. But the thing is, the first listening party only had... 13 songs. Okay. And the album has 27. Right. Okay. So they, they, the they, album they is an hour and 49 minutes long. I would say that's my biggest problem with that's the album. That's a podcast. Is the album is way too long. That's a podcast. Uh, every song is good. Don't get me wrong. It's a very, very good album. Uh, I mean, it's it's a very good album. It's a very solid album. Well, you can listen to it's, it all it's the way It's hard. It, that's, that's what I'm saying. So it's hard, as with podcasting, to pack that much entertainment and that much production quality into something that's an hour and 49 minutes long. Say what you want again about the detractors from Kanye saying that he does that to milk stream revenue. I which just, is, which is also, that's the thing. It yeah. could be a valid argument, but let's just take this value that this album for, at its face value. It's a good fucking album. It's a really good album. It's a really good and album. You know what? There was you can feel the passion in it too. Right. And if you look at an album, like we'll compare it to Drake because Drake's controversial right now. And they're, they're beefing Scorpion. By Drake, his most recent album before Darkly and Demo Tapes, whatever. That album had something crazy. Like, I think it had almost the same a same exact amount of songs, but a lot of the songs were filler. They were fluff. They didn't, they weren't unique. They weren't, they right. were just bullshit. They didn't need to be there. If you took them out, the album would have been better. I think, I think that every song that people are, are like, oh, this doesn't need to be there. I think that that's, that song is, those songs are always different for every person I've heard talk about it. And uh, 
I just I think that those songs are higher quality than the, the fluff that see, Drake would put out. See, and I, and I think I think when you have a situation like that where there's not a universally panned album or universally accepted album, and you have that space for people to be like, "Hey, well, I like this song. I like that song. I like this batch of song." That actually, to me, speaks to a better album than one where everyone can agree that a certain batch of them are good. You understand right. what I'm saying? Right. Because it speaks to different people's tastes. And people like jumping on like, oh, it's Drake versus Kanye. If you're a Drake fan, you got to go to war against the Kanye fans. It's it's not really like that. Like I, I went down and visited my brother. And he's a big Drake guy. I, I'm a big Drake guy too. I really do enjoy Drake. He's going to start beefing us, bro. They, his whole family hates Kanye. And I was just like, I was just like, I mean, fair enough. Like, he is a kind of an asshole, but like... Dude, Kanye, like, I mean, yeah, a little bit. He makes really good music. I mean, how, how does every single album you drop become a classic album? It's crazy. Every single one. It's, it's almost like when we drop a podcast, every single one becomes a classic. Absolutely. Wait one second, guys. What's up? Okay. Okay. All right. All right, thank you. Yeah, um, so I guess we'll have to anyway, getting back to yeah. it real quick, wrapping up. Yeah. Uh, I can name every single Kanye album in order. Yeah. Uh, I love Drake just as much as Kanye, right. pretty much. I can't do that. Yeah, no, fair enough, dude. I can probably listen to every Kanye song, start to finish, no problem. I probably can't do that with every Drake album. I love that Kanye takes uh, takes chances. All right, listen, guys, in the, in the interest of time, we're going to wrap it up here because the camera's dying, but thank you so much to Justin. Thank you so much to Sal for sitting in. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Subscribe, like, do all that stuff. Blow us up on uh, and we're back. Apple Podcasts, and we're back. Drop Tune the classics. In. Tune in, guys. All right, bye.